I'm Pete McCall. Uh, welcome to this special edition episode of the All About Fitness podcast. Most of the time, I make this podcast for the fitness consumer. I try to provide information if you want to learn how to use exercise to enhance your quality of life. I mean, let's face it. None of us are getting any younger. And the reality is that you can use exercise to slow down the aging process. It's true. There's a lot of science behind it. It's actually the, the theme of the new book I'm working on. I'm working on, I'm working on my second book. And it really it, the second book is how to use high-intensity exercise or how high-intensity exercise slows down the aging process. And that's the purpose of this podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you, the listener, learn how to use exercise to enhance your quality of life. And, and one way to do that is really slow down the effects of aging. But on this special episode of All About Fitness, I'm going to give you a little peek behind the curtain of the fitness industry. One of the things I do, my main job, I mean, the podcast is more of a, of a side gig for me. I'm hoping to turn it into, into a full-time job. But one of the things I do in the industry is I design education programs. Right now, my main customer is Core Health and Fitness. Core Health and Fitness is the company that manufactures Stairmaster, Nautilus, Star Trek, Schwinn Indoor Cycling, and Throwdown. I'm one of their educators, I'm on their master trainer team, and I help design education for their online platforms. On this episode of All About Fitness, I have Jeff Diltz. He joined us a couple months ago. Jeff is the Vice President of Innovation and Product Design for Core Health and Fitness. He's one of those guys that, that decides which equipment gets made and, and helps the equipment that you use and that you love to hate in the gym. Jeff is one of those guys that, that helps bring that equipment to life. The next guest is Randy Hetrick. Randy is the founder and the chairman of TRX. TRX is black and yellow suspension training straps. Randy pretty much created the category of suspension training. Randy has been one of the most cutting-edge innovators in fitness for a little bit more than the past decade. I think he introduced TRX in the early 2000s, and he has grown that to be an international brand. Trisha Murphy Madden joined All About Fitness uh, last year as part of a roundtable. Trisha is the Director of Education for Xavier and one of the creators of the Bar Above program. On this episode, what I wanted to do is to bring these three leaders together and talk about how the fitness industry is adapting to the changes right now. Because with COVID-19, with all the stay-at-home orders, with everything happening right now, our industry has gone away overnight. And what I do in the industry is a special subset of education and running workshops for fitness professionals is is changed dramatically. You know, right now restaurants can still serve restaurants are on skeleton staff and can still serve food. Some retail stores that are critical to the public, drug stores, grocery stores, big box retailers are still open. But gyms are closed. A lot of my colleagues are out of work. A lot of my colleagues have had to pivot and do online training. You're gonna hear from a couple of them coming up in, in the next couple episodes of how people are adapting to the, this environment. You're going to hear about that from some of the top fitness pros in the industry and what that means for consumers. But on this episode, what I want to do is give you a little inside ball about how major brands, how is the company that makes some of the most popular brands, brand equipment in, in the industry adapting? How is TRX, one of the most innovative businesses in the industry? You know, they already innovate. What are they doing to adapt to this? And bar above, I know this because I do a little, a little informal consulting with the organization, and I know this. What they've done is they had to pivot overnight. They could not. They, you'll hear Trisha talk about it. They had a number of workshops scheduled that they had to cancel and come up with a solution overnight. On this episode, you get to hear how the fitness industry is evolving and adjusting to this new to this new reality. Now, real quick, the only thing I'm going to ask if you want to support the podcast. Reach down real quick and give it a five-star review. Give it a 20-star review. But you know how it works. For an independent content producer like myself, reviews are the lifeblood. If you want to support the podcast, please give it a review. Reviews means it goes up higher in the search rankings. The other thing you can do to support the podcast is go to my website, PeteMcCallFitness.com. If you go to the website and sign up for my mailing list, I will send you a free chapter from my book, Smarter Workouts, along with a bodyweight workout that you can do while you're stuck at home in the self-quarantine. That's all I'm asking for the support of the podcast. No advertisers, none of that. Go to PeteMcCallFitness.com, sign up for the mailing list, give it a review, and boom, that's it, done. You've supported the podcast. Thank you for that. So on with this fascinating discussion with Randy Hetrick, Trisha Murphy-Madden, and Jeff Diltz. 
on All About Fitness Day, we have a special roundtable, and we are all in our different uh, different uh, places. So we are not uh, we are not in the same room. We are practicing social social distancing. I have Randy Hetrick, the founder and chairman of, of TRX. How are you doing, Randy? I'm good, Pete. I was just noticing you're actually in your closet. <laughs> in my closet. I think I think at some point I'm gonna, I'm gonna rebrand the the podcast to be you know conversations from the closet or something like that. It's a it's the best soundproof area in the house. We have uh, Miss Tricia Murphy Madden, who's the director of education for Savier Fitness and the founder of the Bar Above program. Thanks for joining us, Tricia. How are you doing today? I'm good. Just finished teaching a Schwinn class. All right, good. And we'll talk about that in a minute because I know I, I think I know what you're doing there. And then we have Jeff Diltz, who was recently on the podcast. Jeff is the VP of Product Development and Innovation for Core Health and Fitness. How are you doing today, Jeff? Good, Pete. Thanks for having me on. Certainly. So I, I want to start for listeners. I got this idea to have this roundtable from something that Randy posted on the TRX um, on the TRX Instagram channel the other day. So let's start off with this. Randy, what, what did you offer? What, what did you do? What program are you, are you promoting with TRX? And I want to give each group to kind of talk about what each group is doing in order to respond to the current situation where we can't actually work with our constituencies in, in, a, in a personal basis. So what's TRX doing right now, Randy? Well, we, um, we were sort of lo- looking at this circumstance, right? <clears throat> and particularly the, the fitness industry has probably been hit harder than any other industry that I can think of. I mean, it's worse than the airlines, worse than automotive, you know, because everybody was ordered to close. So we were looking at this and trying to figure out, all right, how can we help? And, you know, what are the things I, I'm, you know, pals with Drew Brees. And when he came out with his, you know, his big donation that he made, uh, it just got me thinking, all right, well, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not, I'm not positioned to stroke a $5 million check, but what can we do? And we started thinking about, well, we got a lot of training pros of all kind, not just, you know, group fit instructors and personal trainers, but physical therapists. Our reach is pretty broad because, you know, we, we serve everything from therapy through performance and everywhere in between. And so we decided that we would uh, take this opportunity to teach ourselves a new skill, which is how to do a virtually live course, uh, and that we would then be able to take our 350 master instructors around the world and give them work, right, by having them teach our normal TRX coach qualification course that usually is, you know, 295 bucks a head and done in an eight-hour live format, and instead pivot into uh, a virtually live format uh, and give it away for free. So what we're doing is we're basically doing free qualification courses to any training pro um, in the sports, fitness, or uh, you know, therapy and medical wellness industries, and including first responders and and military fitness, obviously. And we're <clears throat> we're giving our courses for free. So that was a big initiative to to try to figure out how to do, then quickly upskill the master instructors on on you know, sort of, well, how, how do I teach a course uh, to a big number of people on the other end of a Zoom call? And so we've got that all uh, worked out now. And we've been adding courses as fast as we can possibly add them. And, you know, we had, we launched the initiative on Friday morning, uh, registration opened. It's been insane. I mean, we had over 150,000, you know, um, engagements in two days, right, across our social platforms. And then we've, I think right now we're 10 or 12,000 registrants have signed up. And, you know, the biggest problem we have is every time we put a course on, it's sold out in 10 minutes. So what's cool about this, Pete, is if you think about, hey, what were we able to do? Well, the consumer side of our business, you know, is we're just trying to manage the inventory as people have, have flocked to try to buy stuff for home. The commercial side of our business was off a cliff as everybody's trying to figure out how to stay in business. And so rather than just, you know, turn our back on, on that side and focus on the consumer side, we decided, Hey, there's no time like the future to take care of the folks that have taken care of us and really, you know, build some brand love and cement the relationships with 
people that are going to be important to us, you know, long into the future. So that's what we're doing. Cool. And I'm going to come back to that. So now, Tricia, I want to, you know, kind of have you weigh in. Uh, first of all, what is, you know, kind of give the listeners a kind of a quick overview of Bar Above because it might not be as recognizable of a brand name as, as uh, TRX or as the other ones. But what, are, what is your business and how have you guys adapted to this new environment? Well, our main uh, business is education. So we teach eight-hour courses to bar instructors. So our, our customer is instructors and then their customer is, of course, club goers, group fitness attendees. So we have my, my first and, and most important customer is actually my master trainer team. They're um, sort of vital to our business and they are truly what generate the revenue for our business in normal times, for sure. And they're still actually doing a really good job in this era, um, in this change. So we've sort of focused our efforts on continuing to offer education through live streaming, like Brandy's doing. Um, although we're definitely not offering it for free. (laughs) Um, we don't really have the, I don't think we have the financial capability to do that. And so we've been teaching the live streaming each weekend, I've been teaching it up here in Seattle. We found a robotic uh, camera that's been incredible. And we've been charging uh, our regular rate. And the reason that we've sort of wanted to stay with that is that we looked at what we would do once we're up and running and how hard it would be to go from a discounted rate to uh, a regular in-person rate. And that's sort of been our, our challenge and discount. We also wanted to keep into the business model hundred percent pay to master trainers. So for example, two weekends ago, we trained 110 people and those were originally educations spread out around the country and around Canada. And we still paid our master trainers at hundred percent of their commission that they would have made by teaching the course. So they still had to act as panelists for us. And that, that's actually what made the training incredible is that we had, you know, nine to 10 people on the live stream an event that were answering questions. So I was leading the workshop, but the panelists, the master trainers were actually facilitating the questions. And I would just say that the afterglow of these events have been extraordinary, not because of me, not because of what I did, but because of the master trainers being so involved and so excited because this is sort of their only revenue stream right now for 90% of my master trainer team. So that's sort of how we had to go um, in order to keep our business alive down the road too. And, and that's, and, and again, I want to be able to come back because everybody would have one of the things I want to do with this is talk about best practices. So we can kind of all learn, you know, kind of learn and, and figure out the best way you know, we're all going to move forward the way we're going to move forward, but to kind of learn from each other. And, and cause I'm sure people are doing like, Oh, I didn't think about doing it that way. Now, Jeff, what are you doing? And, you know, core health and fitness, people might not be familiar with it, but you guys have the most recognizable brands in the industry. And, and number one, how is your business affected right now? And number two, what is your, you know, what is your immediate response? Oh, really, same situation. You know, the commercial side of the business has just come to a, a screeching halt, right? The clubs are closed. Um, not only can we not deliver big capital equipment to some of the facilities that we're going to accept deliveries at this time. A lot of people are going to hold back on their, on their ordering of new equipment, especially big capital equipment like treadmills and, and bikes and strength machines. The other part that's actually interesting that'll impact the third and fourth quarter is that a lot of development is slowed. So something as simple as going to the city and getting a permit um, for construction is all of a sudden kind of on hold now. So it's really had a significant impact and, and, much like TRX, what's interesting is the retail side of our business has exploded. We don't per se do consumer products, but a lot of our dealers sell direct to consumer. And so a lot of our light commercial product has just skyrocketed. You know, we have a light commercial strength line. We have light commercial cardio. And of course, you know, the Schwinn brand, um, our dealers will take as many bikes as we can get to them right now. Um, to go direct to consumers. So we've done will call from our, from our warehouses. A lot of our distributors have, have driven out to our, our warehouses in, in Redlands, California and Independence, Virginia, and loaded as many of the bikes as we have um, and taken them back to their stores so that they can start to, 
to push the bikes out. And when you look at all that's happening with virtual programming, especially in the, the group cycle space with Echelon and Peloton and, and now even our own MIs jumping on their bikes and doing virtual rides, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting to watch what's happened where people are willing to pay much more for almost a, a commercial level product to get it into their home. They're, they're, they're desperate for anything that they can get their hands on. From an education platform, you know, right away with the clubs closing, we had a few clubs reach out to us, and especially the YMCA's reached out to us and said, look, we're, we're having to lay off all of our fitness instructors. We can't afford to fund our instructors why we're, they're out on furlough in most cases. Could you guys provide something that we could push to our members that would be a daily workout? And Pete, you're very involved in that. Um, we, I think in, a, in about 48 hours, we, we contacted three or four of you guys and said, hey, we need to get 20 workouts for the next 20 days in the bank and we're going to launch them every day at noon. And it was for our employees who are all working from home, about three or 400 people. But then it went to our clubs that were requesting something that they could push to their end user to, to, to maintain a connection. So that's been an important part. And, and, and again, as it's been mentioned earlier, keeping our master instructors working during this time, they're all contractors for us, right? They have other jobs. They're either contracting for other people um, or they're working in facilities themselves. So keeping them busy and, 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 and not having to podcast from their closet is important. Um, <laughs> uh, from an education standpoint, the, we, we look at it a few different ways. We're in a similar boat. We do about somewhere between 12 and 1500 live certification events a year. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty heavy schedule of live events um, domestically and internationally. And so again, all of that came to a halt. And so one of the biggest things is we didn't want to lose that connection with the instructors. And, and from a business standpoint, honestly, we knew that a lot of these folks, if we couldn't deliver on the education, we're going we're gonna to come back to us and, and potentially ask for refunds. So we wanted to protect what little cash we, we can hold on to in these times. And so right away, we, we started converting the live courses to the option to do our already in place online course. And there was a high percentage of people that immediately wanted to do that. It was, you know, at your own, on your own pace, at your own, uh, uh, with your own schedule to go through the, the online certification the challenge with online is it's just not as engaging as a live workshop. So again, you know, much like everyone has figured out, we did our first virtual certification last Saturday. Um, you know, we promoted it for about two days and then had a pretty significant response. And so we know now we have somewhere in the neighborhood of probably 12 to 1800 um, instructors that wanted to be certified this month. And we're going to try to put together at least two more live events to start to take those folks and, and, and let them come to a live experience as well as let new people sign up. Um, as a give back to our customers, um, we do want to give away some things for free. So we've taken a few of our workshops that are newer, um, but that's the Nautilus Strength Coach and then also our, our HIT certification through Stairmaster. And we are offering those to our, to our customers for free. And so one of the ways that we're keeping our salespeople engaged with customers is having them reach out ask how people are doing, ask what's going on with their training staff and offer um, access codes for their staff to be able to do these workshops online, get the four or six or eight CEUs while they're in the downtime. So a little bit of both. We're a little bit of a hybrid model. We're still, obviously we're, we are charging some reduced fees for some of our larger certifications, but we're also trying to give away uh, a good amount of information as well. And I want to come back to that model in a second, but first, you know, I want to go with, with Randy real quick. Because Randy's background before he got into fitness was, was in the military, where you had to learn how to react and pivot on a moment's notice to rapidly changing situations. What's your reaction, Randy? And, and I'll, I want everybody else to weigh in on it too, you know, Jeff and Tricia. What's your reaction? I mean, are you surprised at how quickly the industry as a whole has been able to pivot and respond to this whole situation of like everything closed down within a few days and, and you know, everybody seemed to react really quickly in order to adapt to it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, the, the funny thing that I've been telling my team is that this, everybody's getting a little bit of a taste of what it's like to be, you know, a commando right now, because this is the way that the military lives. You just sort of bounce from crisis to crisis, right? And, and, and everybody else, you know, goes on with their lives in the United States, but military units deploy constantly into 
these kind of environments, whether it's, you know, a national or an international uh, climatological crisis, whether it's, you know, a, a conflict area, but the common themes are that, that you have more, a lot more that you don't know than you do a lot of ambiguity, a lot of uncertainty, um, and general lack of clarity. And yet you have to figure out, right. How, how to put yourself in gear and articulate a mission and start moving toward it. And, and that's what I think, you know, our, our industry has done pretty well, pretty quickly, frankly, without a lot of support is figure out how to pivot, how to harness technology, um, and, you know, thank, thank goodness we have the technology that we have because you can imagine how hard this would be having heard all three of us just talk about what we're doing. It all, it all centers around tech and, you know, we TRX is doing the same thing on the consumer side. I mean, I think one of the, one of the general themes that we grabbed hold of was look, there really is an opportunity here. You can either sit back and whine and fret and anguish or you can say, all right, what is the opportunity to contribute right now with the idea that karma comes back around, right? And so we, on the commercial side, I told you what we're doing. And then on the consumer side, you know, we immediately made our, our home training app, the TRX app, free. So we just turned off the paywall on it and, and um, allowed that to be accessed by anybody at home. And then we fired up an initiative that frankly, I mean, in the category of turning, you know, lemons into lemonade, I've been pushing my organization for a long time to create TRX live, this live streaming and archived video on demand workouts. Well, you know, during another time, there's just a lot of internal friction that, that, you know, even I couldn't push this cow up the tree. And, and so, well, all of a sudden you talk about opportunity, holy cow, now it's the hot and now it's the soup du jour, right? It's, it's the hottest thing that we can put our energies into. And so that quickly, we've been able to use the, the, the circumstance as an opportunity to expand our reach in our education side of our business, uh, even including new populations, right? Who wouldn't necessarily have ever come to, <clears throat> to become a TRX coach. And then on the consumer side, you know, we've been able to do something that that is really um, allowing more customers to harness great content at home. And it's pushing us to develop those systems and processes that sometimes just take too long to do in normal, normal course. So that's how we've we've approached it. And it feels very much, frankly, like every deployment I ever did right into a crisis zone. It's it's just people sort of for a moment, a brief moment, pushing their personal prerogatives aside and saying, what's our mission and how can I contribute? Right. And when people do that, special things happen. And you too, Trish. I mean, you, you've been at this from, from two different points of view as a director of a business, as an instructor, what's your reaction to how quickly, you know, we pivoted to being, you know, kind of like all streaming all the time. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think some of it's been, Awesome. I think so many people out there have become their own CEOs and their own creative genius. You know, there's, there's been pretty powerful content pushed out there. Some of it, um, I think is, is really good. Um, the sign, the things that I love about what's happening is that our industry has always been so afraid of competing with Peloton or um, any of the really high-end on-demand programming. I think probably part of the reason that Randy's had that issue is that everyone knows when you look at a Peloton uh, app or you look at how they film their classes and what they pay their instructors. And, and that, for me, that, that hill always felt pretty unsurmountable. I mean, that was just, that's a, that's, that's going out for angel investor type funding. And so, I think what's cool is we forced mom and pop gyms. We forced brands like all three of ours to jump into this market um, of on-demand live streaming, whether it's education or workouts, and it's pushing us to do something quicker than we wanted to. I think the exciting thing for club owners is that 
the content that their instructors are pushing out is invaluable to them because the members want to connect with each other. Not, I don't even think the instructors are actually all that important. I think it's the, the five minutes when you open your Zoom workout and they actually interact and talk to each other and high five each other. And, oh my gosh, it's the greatest part of my day. I think what's really interesting is that gyms are learning that the extra effort of live streaming workouts and, and helping their instructors become better coaches online, in the end, it, we found out that they didn't leave us for Peloton. They didn't, they're not leaving their membership for something else. They may do it. They may coincide. They might do online, online training with their membership, but I, I, I think we're finally going to learn that it, we're not going to lose our customers to this, that they actually want to be connected and we want to be a part of community. So I think there's some good to this um, for the small mom and pop gyms and, and a lot of the corporate chains as well. I think what's going to be interesting is a lot of the corporate clubs are depending on less mills. They're depending on um, formats like what you guys are doing, Jeff, a lot of the clubs are depending on the content you're providing because they can't do the mom and pop, send the instructor into the club to film. Uh, the question is, how can we as big brands, TRX, Schwinn, all the companies, how can we help instructors and personal trainers connect with their members? What's, there has to be some sort of tie-in, in my opinion. How, how do we help coaches at Denali Fitness with TRX coaching and how does that interface with the members? I think it's all about connection at this point. I don't know if that made any sense, but. No, I mean, and it does. I really think at the end of the day, that's what the fitness industry is, right? And Randy, I think you're right because restaurants are still open. Restaurants are going back to a scaled staff, but you still do delivery and pick up even some of the fine dining restaurants, yet gyms, you know, people can't do a drive up workout. I mean, that really, I haven't seen that model yet. Maybe somebody's doing it somewhere. But you can't have, you know, 20 people in their cars and one instructor at the front of the parking lot leading the workout. I mean, I don't think that's going to roll with it. You know, and when you look at that, so Jeff, when you look at this, you've been in the club business a long time. I shouldn't have said long so hard, but you've been in the club business for a while. (laughs) You know, is this, are you, I mean, obviously we've never faced something like this, but what's your reaction to how clubs are dealing with this? I mean, you you speak with a lot of the national chains and a lot of the, the big brands. And what are you hearing from the club operators? No, I mean, if you if you look at any of the big club operators, they've all gone into the same mode. You know, some of the biggest companies in the industry have have either laid off or furloughed ninety five percent of their their staff. And so, you know, a million years ago, when I was a trainer, you know, the, it's the ultimate independent contractor status, right? And suddenly, you know, the the where you do your work is closed. And so, I've been really pretty impressed with just how everybody has turned on a dime and figured out technology. You know, I've got 20 good friends of mine that are, that are still in the training world that have emailed me, you know, Hey, can you give me a few tips on how to use iMovie? You know, 24 hours later, Hey, this whole iMovie thing is pretty fun. And here, you know, look what I did today. You know, we, we did our, we wanted to do our virtual class last Saturday. There was concern about, um, you know, it's kind of in the epicenter in the Pacific Northwest. Um, We wanted to make sure everybody was safe. And lo and behold, uh, we had we had access to a facility, and they had access to a, a, a very unique camera, where there's no camera operator, but the camera follows your motion as you walk around the room. So as you as the students were watching our virtual uh, Schwinn certification, and um, the instructor was watching around, it looked like a, someone was professionally monitoring them. When in fact it was a remote camera that they named Norm. That literally just followed her, followed her around all morning. So we only had to have two people in the room, the instructor, and we had one other person that was working the PowerPoint on the laptop, you know, 12, 15 feet away. But the production quality was amazing. So when you look at what phones can do today and Bluetooth wireless mics and, and, the, and the fairly inexpensive equipment that you can buy that gives you such a high level of production, I'd be shocked if coming out of this, every trainer in the world didn't have another tier of, of service that they offer that's that truly is virtual training and and does it go that route let's 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 kind of go rat route for a second is look at the virtual training and randy i think the one question that, that can kind of come up or will come up is 
what was the decision process behind opening up the floodgates and, and making your content available? I mean, I know that's, that's a huge issue because you're not a huge business. I mean, you, you have a nationally known, an internationally known brand, but at the end of the day, I mean, we're all, we're all, you know, trying to, you know, watch our dimes and nickels. And what was the decision behind, you know, behind your move to, to open up, you know, to kind of open up the access and, and to be able to make your content, both consumer and pro to make that available? Well, we, you know, we're, we're a hybrid business model, which is, you know, gear, we call it the triple threat, right? It's, it's gear, it's end user content, and then it's education, right? To pros. And that's, that's kind of our model that allows us to be different from most other, you know, most other brands out there. And, and the one area that we can't obviously give away is the gear because the gear has a, you know, a a significant cost attached to it on a variable basis. But even more important than that, the supply chains right now, and Jeff can certainly, you know, testify to this as well. Supply chains are under pressure, right? The Chinese factories were all out for a couple of months with their, between their own COVID-19, you know, disaster and Chinese new year. So they were already in the hole. So the idea of like getting, getting the factories to, you know, massively ramp up production. That's just not viable. Um, which means we got to be careful with our inventory because it's a lifeblood that keeps us alive during, you know, during something like this. So we, we were looking for how we could do it. We said, well, we've got, you know, we, we shifted to digital manuals for our courses a long time ago. And we had this huge cadre of people that need work, right. Our master instructor cadre, um, and we, we just sat down and sort of talked through, hey, we've got the ability to do this. Um, if we don't do it, you know, then we're missing an opportunity to take care of the very constituency that has made TRX what it is. Um, and if we do do it, there's a lot of goodness that comes out of that, right? And so kind of, you're kind of looking at opportunity costs. Um, and I think that the, the opportunity to help <coughs> the opportunity gain vastly, uh, you know, exceeded the opportunity cost, uh, which is to keep wait until do nothing until things come back and then restart our live education. And my part of, part of my argument was also, Hey, let's use this as an opportunity to build a new skill set that, you know, just, just like both Trisha and Jeff have, have, you know, talked about to have this be a new, uh, capability, on the other side of this that we had not heretofore mastered. And, and now, you know, we, I mean, we've got, I'm interested here to, I was interested to hear Jeff's comment about the robotic camera and, and I'm interested to hear what, you know, what Trisha's figured out in their presentation, because we've also uh, figured out some SOPs standard, sorry, military speak, some standard operating procedures that, um, that allow us to deliver a really great experience on zoom to a very large number of people, which is not that easy, right? All you got to do is watch your, your kids morning classes. Uh, I don't know if everybody else has kids that are, you know, sitting on zoom with their classrooms in the morning, but it's utter mayhem. And, and so, you know, we had to come up with a whole set of procedures that would allow us to, deliver our courses for, you know, six, seven hours at scale and not have it just turn into a complete shit show, you know? And, and so uh, we're excited about, about the, you know, the stuff that's coming out of this. Well, real quick. And I, I was just checking my phone cause I had invited, uh, I'd invited some Mike Cummings, uh, Mike Cummings from M plus to be on the call as well, but he couldn't make it. And, and for listeners, Mike come M plus uh, owns um, trigger point and they own skills and so I'd wanted to kind of have, they, they do a lot of education for consumers as well as pros. And Mike, Mike couldn't make it, but he said his last, their last webinar, they did this last weekend, had 3,500 attendees. So they've been, you know, they've been shifting into this virtual world as well. And real quick, before I, uh, before I throw it to Trisha to, to answer the first part of that question, to kind of lift the veil a little bit, the, the robotic camera that Trisha is using is the same robotic camera that Jeff is using. <laughs> you know, there's, there, there is a, you know, a lot of people in the fitness industry, we all know each other. And so let me have you talk about how did the, how did Norm come about, Trisha? And <laughs> how did he yeah. add to the picture? And how is that? 
but more, most importantly, how has that allowed you to be able to serve your customer base um, of, of being able to, to respond, of work, your customer base being your master instructors, and then the, the people, the attendees who come to your workshops? Okay, well, uh, Norm is the VDO360. It's a uh, robotic camera that has been used in hospitals so that uh, nurses won't have to go into a room when a patient is ill. They, they can actually scan the room with the, the robotic camera and look at the numbers on their ID bag or anything else. So it's just this really incredible camera and it's trained to follow one person. So we've been really lucky to use that. Uh, strangely, my cousin owns the company. So um, even okay. though it's a $5,000 camera, the day he heard I needed to go into live streaming, he called and he happened to have an install person here in Seattle, yada, yada, yada. They, they set it up at Denali Fitness where I work. And I mean, Denali Fitness has been amazing at, at giving us the space. The beautiful thing is a little bit like Jeff talked about, we, here we are, we're training hundreds of people every weekend. And, you know, honestly, we have a team of 93 instructors that I, I have to pay every month. And we've been able to not lay anybody off, including our contractors. So that's been huge for us. Um, it's pretty incredible that two people in a room in a 4,000 square foot room can offer an education that's of high, of high quality um, for that many people at one time. So the camera is a big piece of it. But I, like I said earlier, I would, just, I would just say that the master trainers are the reason these trainings have been just so wildly, I mean, just, I've never seen emails come in. I just looked at, at it this morning of people saying that was the greatest education I've been, ever been a part of. Thank you so much. I mean, there's just been such energy around it. And part of that is that I had all these master trainers just answering questions and mentoring. I, I had master trainers say, Hey, if anybody wants to mentor next week, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. So there's been sort of this kumbaya energy. And then from a state regulation perspective, we're not breaking any laws uh, because a, it's legal to film education that at least in Washington state, that's the way it is. And as long as you have, um, safe social distancing, that person that's running the PowerPoint and the second computer can stay far enough away from the person um, that's on camera. So we've been able to accomplish that. The downside is, and uh, Randy, the downside of this process is that I now need to film Elizabeth Leonard teaching Balatone in a month in Massachusetts. And I don't have that camera. So now I'm up against what's, what's the solution for that. And I think that's going to be my challenge is what technology uh, can we utilize? Uh, we have absolutely changed every single weekend we've taught it. The first weekend I filmed the masterclass live and we ran it live and the music quality, the, the voice and music quality together just weren't good enough, basically. So we spent a lot of money filming me in a different studio and then inserting the Vimeo link. And that's been a huge change uh, that I, I, I'm so glad we made. So every single weekend we teach this education and we're shocked at how many people are registering um, thus far. It's just been fantastic. But every single weekend I make an adaptation to the presentation to make it feel of more of high value. And I think that's the, that's the hardest part is that I never get to say, well, that was great. That was amazing. I'm just going to repeat that. I just keep adapting and changing, which is, is as you all know, exhausting. Well, and, and Jeff is using Norm for, for Schwinn. Randy, how are you guys? Are you guys shooting your education in, uh, in San Francisco at your, at your headquarters there or doing it in the field? Does each individual master trainer, deliver how do you guys have the the components that i set up yeah well so no we're we're having every single because look we're we got to operate at a pretty significant scale so the, the the only way that we can do that you know as i mentioned we've we've now signed up i think eleven thousand uh in three days 
for that who are signed for classes, right? Those classes start next weekend. So we had to figure out how to have our master instructors set up their capture device, right? We're using Zoom as the as the platform because it has the largest scale um, scalability per per session. And we've developed a couple of, of different um, ways for, we have two other helpers, right, that are from the master instructor cadre who are fielding, because the, the challenge with this kind of thing is how do you keep the interactivity, right, when you've got one to 400? And you can't have 400 people stopping the train to ask, you know, this question or that question. But if you're going to have a real experience, right, which is a genuine qualification with a test at the end, you have to have them. It can't just be a recorded piece of content, right? So, <clears throat> so what we've done is we've basically created a, a system whereby the end users can be on chat with their questions. And then we've got two different assistants that are helping the master instructor, everyone being remote, um, so that for instance, Trish could say, all right, well, wait a minute. I don't understand how, you know, I missed that part about how to adjust this crazy strap. How, how's that work again? And then the, her question would come in via chat. The assistant would take it, process, basically process it, and then pass that word to the instructor who can address it during the course of the, of the class, right? So it's kind of a, a, uh, almost like a triage system where you've got assistants that are helping sort and then prioritize the messages by frequency and then pumping that to the instructor who can then just, you know, immediately address it. Right. So it's, it's a pretty cool system that's allowing us to to do, because at first I was like, how on earth are we going to do the level of education that, that we do in functional training and functional movement without being able to have an exchange right? A two-way exchange, but how do you do two-way times 400? So, so it took some, it took a little bit of, you know, a little bit of experimentation, but we're really happy with the way that that's working out. And now real quick, and I know, cause Jeff, you've had your first live experience using Norm in, in uh, the same studio in Seattle, but you also have courses online that, you know, you put, I think like you mentioned earlier, the Schwinn certification and you have the Nautilus, um, the Nautilus program up there. And for full, full full disclosure, I helped I helped put those online for you. I'm your I'm your contractor that helped uh, help you put those put those online. So I'm pretty familiar with them. But what's been your what's been the reaction of your online of your static online programs during this time? I mean, are I guess the question is, are fitness professionals using this opportunity to upskill themselves? And have have you had a good response from your salespeople promoting your your online promoting our online content? Yeah, I think it's it's a scary time, right? So if you're a, if you're a trainer or an independent contractor, you're trying to figure out if there's opportunity for you in the CARE Act and and how unemployment might work for the hours that you can't recoup. Um, but I think we've seen a pickup in online because it's you know honestly it's it's the only option right now. Um, we've discounted pretty much everything, and like I said, we are going to we're trying to give away some of the newer programs for free, and it, and it, and I think it's. It's a it's it's good in terms of building our database. You know, uh, if if anything, we're trying to leverage the opportunity for folks to get busy and and get online and try one of our four hour certs. And of course, you know, we selfishly they end up in our database, and we we get to hopefully market to them in the future. Um, but it's I think there's there's a caution point of people aren't going to go out and spend a ton of money on online education knowing that they're that their the training dollars aren't coming in at the other end. So we, I would say we've grown a little bit, but certainly not enough to, for example, cover the loss of the of the live programming. Live live programming is, you know, certainly the bread and butter going into this into this event. Um, but yeah, so I think I think trainers are figuring out how much content is available for them on the web right now, and they it wouldn't be hard to go online and find some. CEC, CEU opportunity that probably is free, you know, from us, from TRX, from other companies that are doing it as well. So I think, I think there's a lot of people that are sharpening their saw right now. They want to come out of this better than they went into it. And I think there's a ton of content right now available for them to do that. And, and you look at that and I know Trish, you know, you and I had a conversation about this and at some point 
um, maybe a week or two ago about, you know, about the, the whole charging. I mean, you, you guys have a slightly different model of where you're teaching a pretty unique, well, everybody teaches you, I, I shouldn't say that. Everybody teaches a unique skill set of, of how to teach classes or how to teach, teach fitness. But you guys have been, had a really good response at maintaining your price point. Why do you think that is? I mean, why do you think people are, are willing to, at this point, invest mm-hmm. you know, what might be limited resources in, in you know, your education? I, well, there's two sides of that. One is the first two weeks that we ran educations through the live streaming at Denali, we had, we had already had for March, you know, 260 full price paying uh, people that were now in the last two weeks of March and their clubs were getting closed. So that's why we had to operate quickly. We, what we're doing is saying, pay for the education, get two for one. Meaning if you attend our education live streaming and you don't ask for a refund and you register or you register, you also get to sit through a live education down the road. So if it, if it's not enough or, you know, you have those lingering questions um, and we're doing kind of a similar workaround that Randy's doing in terms of the questions get fed through the chat um, but that we offer both. So they always have access to both and they have access to the recorded version of the live streaming. So we don't tell them that till the end. That's like the bonus surprise, but we're shocked at how many people are going through it. So that piece, you know, it's for us, it's survival. You know, we, we are selling commercial products. We own the bender ball. We own the gliding discs. Uh, we own a, a portable bar. We're selling a ton of, of commercial product, but our commercial product is at best, you know, a, a $15 bender ball. So we, we had in a short amount of time in order to save our entire company's jobs, we, we couldn't make that, we can't give it away. What we've had to do, what, the reason I think it's successful is that I've incentivized every master trainer on my team. So our entire, if you look on social media right now, every single one of our master trainers is selling these educations and they're paid a hundred percent. We pay per head for our master trainer team. That's how we compensate. So any person that comes to us from a master trainer, they're getting paid a hundred percent of what they would. And so I, my master trainer team are, they're all pretty much unemployed. They've all been laid off from, from their clubs or, you know, for the most part, they do this full time. So they're hustling. Bottom line, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, every single day, just pour, registrations are pouring in at two forty nine ninety nine, which is really exciting. What I'm trying to do on the on the flip side of that is every single day. In fact, after this, we hop on every single day. We have our private Facebook group, like all of you do, I'm sure. And so all we have. 5,000 people on that private Facebook group every single day we offer a free webinar. And so it might be, you know, Carol Murphy did a whole conversation on she, um, here's how to cue when you're <laughs> filming in your living room, because we have a lot of instructors who've never mirrored. We've had, we haven't, we have coaches that have never mirrored. And so what we're trying to do now is upskill the people that have already gone through our education have paid for the education. We're trying to help them upskill as a free service. And so I'm basically asking my master trainer teams to make contributions towards that. So the webinars, I've never quite seen anything like it from the perspective of it's kind of like continuing education for our existing um, bar above instructors, but it's also for me, I think long-term, this is going to be the thing that built our brand because they're so appreciative. I mean, it's going to sound crazy to the three of you, but we did a, here's how to put makeup on for being on camera in your house. This is what your lighting's like. Yes, you actually need to. I mean, looking at, looking at us now on Zoom, no offense, Randy and Jeff, I think the three of us might. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's our goal is we have to keep the for-profit piece going. We have to. That's how I have my job, and that's how my entire master trainer team is is sort of being fed. 
But secondary to that, we have to do something for our customers, which are the bar instructors. And of course, the end goal is that everything we give them, they give to the world, right? So if they're teaching online streaming classes in Ohio in a small gym or they're teaching at a large gym, hopefully what we're giving them in terms of free upskill education is going to contribute to the greater good. It's not as it's not as sexy <laughs> as Randy's offering for sure. And I wish we could do something along those lines. But uh, right now we've just gone into survival mode. Um, and I think fiscally that's sort of what our company had to do. Now in the, to start wrapping it up here, I want to, you know, kind of go around again, ask how do you guys think this is going to change not only you know, behavior, but overall consumer behavior. So Randy, looking at, looking at the fact you're adapting this, this hybrid model of live and, this hybrid model of, of, of not of live streaming education. Do you think you had mentioned you want to go this route before? Do you think that TRX is going to stay with this and double down on it? What do you think is going to happen when we get back to the new normal, whatever that's going to look like? Yeah, hundred percent. We're, we're using this, um, you know, as an opportunity to, to transform and grow um, internally. And, you know, I think, exactly what Trisha said. And, and honestly, you know, everybody's got to do what they got to do to stay in business. Number one, because if you go out of business, it doesn't serve anybody. Um, we were in a position where we could afford to do this um, with the education side, but, you know, much like, like you said, Trisha, we're, you know, we're not in a position where we could give away gear. We just don't have enough of it. And that's what that's, you know, we need that to stay alive. So, so we chose to do it on the education side. And then we're using that as an opportunity. You know, the, the, I'm a big believer that, you know, good karma comes around. And, and so we're using this as an opportunity to build brand love, right. With people that matter to us. Um, we're using this as an opportunity to support the club operators who are all really licking their wounds right now, trying to, they want to take care of their staffs, right. But they got to stay in business too. So, you know, it's it's just a moment in time where we can use this as a really good provocation to advance our own SOPs and knowledge. And yeah, coming out of this, for sure, a much bigger piece of our education going forward will be digital and virtual. And, you know, we were talking about this the other day. We, there's a level at which probably at the mastery level where you really do need to to have be in front of each other. And there's, there's going to be a place for live education at, at that level. Um, and there may still be an opportunity um, to, to have broad-based education uh, that's, that's live at conferences, summits, that kind of thing. But I think we're going to morph most of our, of our entry-level qualification courses into a virtual format. Um, because it can scale so much better, right? And, and we're using this moment in time to broaden the funnel, really stretch it open, right? And just just let as many folks come in the top of that as as are interested to do so. And and you know we'll get long term. There will be many benefits out of that on many levels. Well, as a longtime educator, what I kind of see happening is I see the opportunity that say you get a big contract with, with the national gym chain and I'll just use 24 hour fitness as an example. Well, down the line, I see each one of your companies having the opportunity to maybe have one instructor teaching and going to maybe 10, 12 facilities at the same time and, and being able to, you know, that way, because one of our biggest costs in, in the education side of business, one of our biggest costs is shipping instructors, shipping master trainers around every weekend, whether they're, you know, paying out of pocket, you know, in certain models or whether the, the, the company, like TRX or core is picking up the cost on that. I really see this as an opportunity to provide a better service to the club chains, which in effect delivers a better service to their customer base, you know, and being be able to touch them. You know, it's, it's to your point, Randy, it's not ever going to replace the live because people are going to need to learn how to do things. But I think if you get, if you get large scale rollouts for each one of your, your programs, then I think this could be one way to do that. And it, it can kind of be a deal that you throw into the business. So let me ask Jeff, and, and you know, we'll, let's wrap it up you know, and finish up with Tricia. But Jeff, what do you think? How do you think this is going to adjust now that you've used Norm one weekend and you've gotten some good feedback on that? What do you think this is going to do to the future of, of the business of being able to engage both the health club operators and ultimately the end, the end users? No, I, I think you guys have said it. I think uh, this, this 
situation will really is going to, it's going to reset the industry, not just our industry, but everybody's industry, right? Like, I think there's a whole new appreciation for remote working now. Um, you know, we have some people in our company that, that have always been skeptical of remote locations and all of our salespeople are remote, right? And so I think they're getting firsthand knowledge of actually how efficient remote work can be. I was on a call with my CFO last night and he jokingly said, but if you know CFOs, they don't joke very often. He said, boy, we probably don't even need a real office after this is over. And, uh, you know, in the back of his head, he's calculating uh, rent um, and a lease payment. So I think it, I think it completely resets the industry. And, and you guys brought up some great points. I think whether it's a big or a large chain, having accessibility to good quality education is going to be massive. And I think the adoption rate will be much, much higher coming out of this, you know, learning on your own schedule, learning on, on, on your own timetable is, is very attractive, especially as was mentioned for, for entry level education, uh, people that are coming into this industry um, to be able to do it while they're still working in their current career and, and thinking about a career transition. Yeah. I, I think we come out of this in a very different place than we went in. And I think, you know, and I think that's what everything is going to come out of this. Now, to, to, to finish up, what, Tricia, what do you think this, how do you think this is going to affect the ultimate end user, the consumer, the people who come to the gyms, who come to the studios? Do you think their experience will be affected by this, this kind of shift of, of the online education? Um, will the consumer be affected? I think there'll be a couple sides of this, <laughs> the consumer is going to have better opportunity to participate in a Schwinn class or a TRX workout or a bar workout because there's going to be more categorically, probably more instructors getting trained. Uh, the dilemma I think is, do we know <laughs> if somebody is on the other end now having taught this education style where I'm talking to a camera for nine hours, do I know at the end of the day, even if there's a practical component, which we have, do I know that they're ready to teach? And I think that's sort of been the, the best part of what, you know, TRX or Schwinn or Barbub has done over the years is that we've been able to look at their teaching skill set after they take our education. And so to not be able to see them in person is, is a challenge to me. I actually think we have to work on how we pivot and do that better, even as we enter this next piece. I do think this next six months, all of us are going to be transforming a lot of our educations to online streaming. And I think that we're going to really have whole population of people, anybody 60 plus, probably stuck in their homes for the next six months. I don't, I don't think it's going to be business as usual. Everybody can go to online to go, everybody can go to live educations all of a sudden. I think there's going to be a whole population of people that are going to need online education at least for the next six months. And I think that's going to give all of us an opportunity to get better at what we're doing and improve with each and every weekend, how we're teaching these educations. These master trainers, uh, and Randy, you're gonna go through this in the next uh, two weeks when you guys launch. These master trainers are gonna be challenged on a level they've never been. It's so hard to teach a live streaming event for this many hours. I, I watched Janelle uh, here in Seattle teach the Schwinn training and she was shaking the first two hours by hour six. She was like, it's like, you have to, you have to go through it once to really understand how to pace your conversation, how to, how to interface with the people behind the camera. You don't see all of these things are going to change and evolve and we're going to get better and better at what we're doing. So two things, I think we're going to have to work on getting, uh, working the bumps out and making online education even stronger. And then I also think we're going to have to figure out what the why is going to be for people wanting to come to online or to come back to in-person education. So I think we're going to have to use all this good positive branding we're all doing 
and still have in-person live educations because I think especially group fitness instructors need that and like it and want it. So I want to be able to do both, but I want to keep improving upon what I'm doing in the streaming end. And see, I think, I think you're right. I think we are going to go to different hybrid models. Well, to wrap it up, Randy, let me, uh, let me throw to you. Uh, how do people get more information about what you're doing at TRX? In, and even, is it open to consumers or are people, do people have to be fitness pros already in, in the industry? How can somebody get more information about participating in one of the live streaming events that TRX is doing? So the, for the consumer, they should go to trxtraining.com and, and look for TRX Live, right? TRX Live is the live free classes. We're doing two or three a day, um, and they're great. They're, they're really great. We've got them. We're actually harnessing our, our, uh, our in- extended instructor cadre around the world. So we've got our guys, you know, Nico and Jay over in London cranking cranking workouts. And then we've got our master instructors and our, and our full-time, you know, our, our normal guys like Miguel, you know, our head instructor are, are cranking free classes to the public. Then on the, on the pro side, right. And that's, that's broadly defined, right. Again, from PE teachers to assistant soccer coaches to, you know, the obvious personal trainers and instructors, um, that's trxtraining.com forward slash education. And then the, the course is live virtual course. Um, and that is, uh, that'll be running. We're going to probably keep registering at least through the end of May. And we're going to do classes all the way through the end of the year. So, uh, so there will be, you know, pretty much anyone who wants to become a TRX qualified coach um, will be able to get in there. And then late, late in the year, we're launching a big initiative that we, we postponed because of COVID-19. That's a big service for trainers that will address some of the things that Trisha's talking about. You know, once you get somebody over the, over the, the, the entry hurdle, then how do you really help upskill them over time and make sure that what they're delivering to their, to their customers is great. And that's, that's a service that we'll be launching later this year. Awesome. I'll have links to all that below in the show notes for listeners. So if you want to get more engaged with TRX and, and I love, you know, I, I love the TRX. I've been using the TRX at home and, and Randy, I'd reached out to you. I'd wanted to shoot another video from the video we did a number of years ago. We need to do a follow-up, you know, kind of do a part two, the TRX workout part two. So once yeah. we get up, anytime, anytime. Five, I want to, want to be able to do that. So Jeff, how can people follow up and find out what core health and fitness is doing both uh, from a consumer standpoint with the workouts that you're putting out there and from a professional standpoint of the education you might have available. Yeah, really the, a couple of different points of access. One is, was the core health and fitness website. And of course, click on the education tab. You'll see the education calendar, but you'll also see something called core access and core access is the library of live workouts that we're offering on a daily basis, which you are one of the stars of. Um, and then other than our social media feeds are, have been a tremendous uh, source of, of not only leads, but just good customer interaction. And we have a core health and fitness uh, social feed on, on Facebook and, and Twitter and, and Instagram. But we have one for each of the brands as well. And we speak to those target audiences directly, whether you're not a Schwinn, Star Trek or Stairmaster. So, yeah, website is the, is, is the best single source to, to get information. All right. I'll definitely have that below in the show notes. And finally, to finish it up, uh, Tricia, you want to close it out with uh, how can people find out what Bar Above is doing and, and where they, they can connect with you guys? Sure. Uh, if you go to barabove.com. Oh, <laughs> that's why I'm giggling. My daughter's been running around here. Can I come in yet? <laughs> um, my Our website is barabove.com. And then if you have interest in like gliding discs or bender balls or any of our other programming you can go to SavvyAirFitness.com and find all of that. And um, yeah. All right, cool. Well, guys, thank you very much. I mean, I want to give, give people an insight into how some of the, the larger organizations are responding to this and what you guys are doing to meet the needs of the new reality that we find ourselves in. So I really appreciate your time for each one of you. So thank you for being able to hop on the podcast. Thank Happy you. To be with you. Thanks, Pete. Good luck, guys. Welcome to <laughs> Yeah, as I said at the beginning, this is a little inside ball, and you know it, it's kind of is fun. I mean, I've had offline conversations with all three of those individuals. Randy had put out a an announcement on on Instagram about making his education available. I know Trisha has been dealing with 
adjusting and adapting to a new education reality. And I design online education programs for core health and fitness. You know, I mean, full disclosure, you know, I, I am a contractor for them. And what I wanted to do, though, was I have this, you know, have the, these three leaders come together, talk about how this is affecting the fitness industry and really specifically the fitness education side. You know, it really is. That's what I want to try to bring. I wanted fitness professionals out there to hear for the fitness professionals, in my audience. I wanted you to hear what's happening. This is going to change the game. You know, if you've been doing live workshops, you know, we are going to we are still going to have live workshops. But I think you're going to see a lot more of this hybrid. You know, I've watched, you know, I watched the Schwinn workshop this past weekend. I watched the bar above training and to really get an idea of how they're doing it. And I'm going to pop in and, and do one of the TRX courses. Number one, I need a refresher. But number two, I want to see, you know, what my peers are doing and how they're handling the space. If you're a fitness consumer, this is how professionals, this is how the instructors, the instructors that you love that make you sweat, they have to learn to do what they're doing. And these are the people that make that happen. I'm one of the people that makes that happen. I wanted to give you a little look behind the curtain to see how, you know, how it's made. You know, what, what's your expression to see, to see how the sausage is made, if you will. And that's what this episode is, a special edition episode, kind of how the fitness industry is adapting and responding to COVID-19. If you have any comments, please shoot me an email. You can go to my website. You can sign up for my mailing list. My, my email is Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Pete McCall underscore fitness on Instagram. I'll have all the contact information for my show guests in the show notes. As always, thanks for stopping by. And I look forward to having you join me for future episodes of All About Fitness.